Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Sunday afternoon footy. Not so fun if you don't own Tommy Jaboyevich. God, he was amazing. There's not much, not much else we can say about Tommy. He's just playing as good or probably better than he ever has before and we really need to see him on the park for the next 10 years. He's just just so special to watch. And if there's any injury to uh, Mr. Tedesco, then, then Tommy would be straight in. But I think you've got to play him anyway in, in some, some way or you know, form in, in the origin, probably in the centres. But he's incredible. And since he's come back to this team, they are completely different. What were they, like a 15th, you know, 15th best team in the comp? And now they, you know, they'd be rivaling the top, top four or five. So amazing way for Tommy with 100 points. So it's good to see that you know, when he does have a, a real special game, he um he can get up to that 100 mark and not around that like 60 to 70. Tommy in the past has been like a fifth best wing fullback, averaging like that high 40s kind of thing and obviously averaging 70 at the moment. I, I wouldn't expect that forever, but he's just in anything, anything that goes right for Manly, he's there. So uh, amazing work from him and, and that caused me to, to lose a bunch of ranks, obviously with uh, Tommy being very heavily owned in, in NRL fantasy, but... Uh, plenty of points in this game, or 70 points. Toe Harris comes in with a try and a try assist and just keeps delivering for us. 66.6 average for a 73 this week. 42 tackles, 90 metres, um, and a bit of attacking stats. So well done to him. Uh, and Cody comes in with a great score again, and he's averaging 55 for the year, which is really incredible. And you know him uh, moving to you know play a little bit of nine in there didn't really make too much of a difference with Walsh coming on. Uh, Cody still played great. Obviously, kicks, kicks some goals, a couple of tries, gets his tackles, his run meters, just does a bit of everything, which which gets him up to that normal fifty five average. So, well done to him, and good to see Harris Tavita come back and and have a good game as well with uh, with a couple of tries and plenty of running meters. So yeah, it doesn't look like he's hampered by by his injury in in, in any case. And he actually came back a lot earlier than we thought. He was going to be like a twelve week injury, and you know comes back sort of like three or four or five rounds early. So good work for him. 
Jason Sahav, here he is, three tries, 62. Yeah, you see how good he's gone the last few weeks, and he's still averaging 24.3. So um, he's finally making some cash for anyone who's just held on tight to him and kind of worked out all right over the last few weeks that, that he started scoring well when we've had Pap out, Mom, uh, Teddy out for a week, that, that kind of stuff. So uh, well done to anyone who owns Saab, and you'll, you'll see a couple of nice price rises uh, coming into the next few weeks. Um, and you might be able, to, be able to sell him for a profit, which would be cool. Uh, Daily with a 60, so solid score. Happy with that if, you, if you're if you owning him. Really interesting one to think about over the next bunch of weeks. He should be playing Origin, should be the number seven for the Maroons. Uh, but you know, in around 14 or around 15, something like that, he could be a really strong half option. Um, although we've already got a lot of really good options in our halves, so I wouldn't be thinking about him too much. But a lot of people were asking me if they should trade him last week. Just remember, he's up and down. He'll get a 40, he'll get an 80. He's got the 60 this week. He's still averaging you know, just under what he did last year, so I wouldn't stress too much with Daly. Uh, Jake, Jake Trebojevic is, is back with a few good scores in a row, the 60 or last week, 56 this week. Really happy with his output there. Um, just I think just getting a little bit more involved, running the ball a bit more, and with them playing better, he's scoring a lot better too. So I'm happy with that, and again, he could be someone to target after that first origin or... Maybe it's if you can keep uh, keeping that lower price around that 600 mark, you can get him at the back end of the year as like a 17th, 18th man kind of player who's going to average around that 50 mark. Um, he'd be solid there in that kind of role. All right, Joshy Curran. Games 56K this week with a 56 score, averaging 51.5 over four weeks. And you see he only takes four weeks and he's average, uh, gained 203K. A bit sad, this one, for my my actual team that I didn't pick him up because he's someone I was really tempted to start with at the beginning of the year and he didn't even get a bench spot. So comes in a bit later. I just thought he wasn't ready. Well, I just, it wasn't the right time for me to bring him into the team with, with origin coming up and stuff. So, uh, but for those who brought him in, you've uh, really benefited with a 51 average. Uh, yeah. Well done. If you picked him up the last few weeks, I think he's probably getting a little bit too expensive now to, to pick up before, before origin with what we got 10, 11, 12, uh, before uh, before they have their buy round, for example. So only three games to go, and a lot of people probably trade him out then, so I'd be thinking about holding off on that. Uh, Lucky Croker with 48, if you still hold on to him, he's, he's up another 15K, he's 500K now. Who would have thought that at the start of the season? Uh, we've got Kepi, Garrick, and Schuster. So Schuster with 38, so a little bit of a lower game. Did get a, did get a line break too, so to have that and, and still not score very well is, is a bit annoying, but... 71 metres for him, I don't think is enough. He should be up over 100 metres with, with his type of skill set. But to make 300k off him across the season is great, but he's kind of peaked in his price with that 38 now, so he'll have to get back to a couple of 50 scores for his price to start moving again. Um, so just think about that with him. I think he, I think we just got to watch watch and see over the next few weeks as to how he plays. And if he, if he gets back to those you know, consistent 50-point scores, and I think you can keep holding him through the origin period, but if he has a bunch more around that high 30s to 40, then he could be a good, t- a good candidate to upgrade or downgrade come uh, round 13. Uh, so just keep that in mind with, with Shusa. Of course, we got there that's interesting. Ola Ka'uatu with 31 in his 68 minutes. So just not good enough. And if you brought him in to make a fair bit of cash, you're kind of getting closer to a peak now, unfortunately. Might get him to about 400k or so, unless he has a big game uh, following this one here. So just just not enough points in his 68 minutes there. Uh, Armour with 27 and Tavanga with 26. So two guys that I think are really ready to get out of your squads. They're not playing round 13. They're both losing money now. So Armour neg 23 and Tavanga 38. So what about a fall from grace from Jazz? 
after a lot of people picked him up and then two really low scores in the low minutes. So uh, we get on to my favourite player, Roger. No, <laughs> he kind of killed my rankings as well. It was a mixture of Tommy Trevojevic getting 100 and Roger getting 24. It was just like, what are you doing to me? Um, yeah, finally lost ranks this week. Bit of a sad one. So Roger with 24, just not a lot there. Four missed tackles, two errors, penalty. Yeah, that's neg 14 there. To go along with these 200 metres, three tackle breaks, a couple offloads. So just just a very plain, normal game without you know, too much happening for him, unfortunately. But again, you take the good with the bad. Some people will probably look to trade him out in round 13, but he's someone you just got to hold the whole time as he as he's averaging 50 now with that low score. Um, and he's going to be you know, a lock in your team, one of the top sort of five to seven wing fullbacks. I just don't feel like it's worth trading out. Maybe if he's a... You, know, you have a bunch of trades left over in the back, like after sort of round 18, 19, you could think about trading him, but I think you've just got to hold steady until then. Uh, Reese Walsh comes off the bench and still scores pretty well. Um, wasn't like negative three for a good portion, like his first like eight minutes or something with a few missed tackles and, and then comes in with a try and a try assist. So what well to what well to Reese for being able to come on and score still. But that 23, you're not very happy with and him off the bench. And, and Brownie did come out and say that he thinks he used him wrong, so he might be able to get more minutes from him going forward and and that's good signs I think after him getting uh, dropped to the bench you're kind of worried about that uh, but it'll be interesting to see how they use him going forward and you know where where's he going to sit because you know Chanel and Cody had decent games obviously they still lost the game which might mean something and they I think they're happier with with how Walsh played when he came on so keep an eye on that in the team list this week and we'll uh, we'll go from there but other than that not too much to talk about a couple of yeah I suppose a couple of an easy examples is Cossie and also Berry with 15 and 10. And this, this is what can happen with those wing fullbacks and the, and the centers, is if they're fairly new to the game, like we saw with Sini, uh, Musgrove, these kind of these kind of guys, are, it's very hard to become a really good cash cow in the wing fullback and centers. And that's what, you know, luckily this year, we haven't had to do that too much, apart from guys like Roberts. But, you know, we've been lucky with Opacek and Bird and these kind of guys that have been solid. But in general, the, the wing fullbacks and the centers are a bit of an issue usually, so... Uh, that's that one there. And then we move to the Dragons game, and they obviously beat the Dogs pretty comfortably, which is good for them. And if you held on to Dufty, you, you were rewarded with a couple of tries and 12 tackle breaks. So 12 tackle breaks, 238 metres. So awesome work for him. Luke Thompson, here it is. This was a real big one. He was he was on there the whole level, well, 68 minutes there, and was just over a point a minute the whole time. And really, really like his, his efforts there. And you're getting him at a very nice discount if he's going to continue averaging somewhere in the mid-50s. You know, mid-50s average there puts him about 100k undervalued, which which is great, and would also be a keeper in the mids. So Dogs is an interesting one with them obviously not playing the round 13 buy. But if he can keep if he can keep this up, he'll probably be too expensive by then. But if he can have a few lower, lower games around that 50-ish mark, then we might better pick him up at a slight discount if he's going to continue playing big minutes like this because he was awesome. Uh, PV, Paul Vaughan to 66 with a try. So again, he's that up and down kind of scorer when he gets the try some attacking stats. Renew for Tony. So he's someone that's actually done really well. And uh, I've heard a few people talking about him as being a possible pickup. And he's way too expensive now to, to pick up. I think if you were onto him earlier in the season and you were like, yeah, this guy's actually, you know, big motor, working well, getting some good minutes, then you could have picked him up around in the 300s, like 380, 390, I'd say. But now he's a 526. He's not going to be a keeper, right? Yes, he scored a try and had a really, really good game, but he's averaging 42. So think about that. He's not. Uh, he's had three really good weeks in a row, but 
after that, yeah, he wasn't that great before. Yes, the bigger minutes is going to help him, but how much more improvement does he have? I don't think there's much there. Uh, Benny Hunt, it's good to see him come back. His one's going to be, is he going to be, is he going to be playing Origin? Dragons don't play, uh, they, Black Dragons play in round 13, so if he's not playing Origin, you get him at a nice discount there as to what he was scoring at the start of the year in the, in the high 60s and 70s. A few people picked him up before he got injured, unfortunately. And I'd expect scores like that continuing going forward, somewhere in the 60s, I think, is, is very safe, for, especially a half in this, in this uh, type of game this year. With the extra kick metres, a lot of them are running a lot more. You see 130 metres there for Ben. If he continues that with some, some tackle breaks and some offloads and then gets a try assist, etc., then he's going to be a really good option in your half position. But again, what we've uh, noticed is there's so many great halves at the moment. And yeah, you can pick other ones like a Fogs or a Moses, at least types of guys before Ben Hunt, I'd say. Corey Norman with a decent score again, averaging 52, so pretty solid. McCulloch got spelled a little bit early, but still getting a 53. I probably wouldn't stress too much about McCulloch's lower minutes. I suppose he's played 80 every week, really, so might be a smart, might have been a smart game when they're up winning uh, to, to get him off there. And But, you know, he's really good in that in that sense of getting a, getting a cheeky try assist in there just to help bolster his scores. If they're, if they're attacking, um, he, he isn't able to get that sort of 55 to 60 tackles that we're kind of used to. And, and yeah, you got that 53 there this week. But again, averaging 59, I'd imagine he goes back to 80 minutes when they're closer games or, or they're behind in the scoring uh, to, to have that solid force through the middle. All right, Maguire's the interesting one we want to talk about. 53 points, he's got 47 tackles and 122 metres. So 59 in base, obviously with some negatives in there. But for him... If he's going to continue getting 70-plus minutes, he's going to be he's going to average what he did at the Cowboys last year, which was like a mid-50s average. He did have the middle and the second row uh, combination last year and the year before, possibly. But this year, just a mid. Is he going to be in that top tier of mids? And that's kind of the question you want to ask yourself because me personally, I'm like, well, if you pick him up now, you're obviously picking him up through that first buy period, through the first buy, but then do you try to move him on a bit later? That's going to be the question. The second question is, is he going to be playing Origin? Because as you know, he had last year, he didn't get picked. Uh, a few people talking about like how Greeny loves him as a coach, like a coach to play a combination there. And yeah, that could be part of it. And if he continues to play like he is now, he's obviously playing pretty well. They finally got a, he finally got a win, by the way. Good on you, Maguire. Congrats, mate. Um, but he could play Origin too. So I'd be worried about that. And I don't actually think he's a keeper. Like... 53, 54, 55 average is, is solid, but there's there's better options out there when you're looking at Payne Haas and these type of animals out there. You know, Mids, Toe Harris, etc. Uh, so that's Maguire. Bird was a comeback with a really good game after like a, a low 30 score with 50 there, try assists, a couple of line break assists, four offloads, four tackle breaks. If you're doing that every game, you're going to you're gonna score well, even if you're um, not scoring tries. So Bird, definitely a keeper in, in your centres, and you get him at a nice discount at 490k, I think, as a, as a discount there. For, for the majority of centres who are in that mid-500s, you can get pick him up as someone who's not going to play Origin. It's good to see he's had, what, nine games, or eight, I think he's played eight games, uh, without without any uh, form of an injury. So that's that one there. Uh, Matty Faygai, uh, picked up a try. Good good first game for him. Unfortunately, he did pick up a, a solid injury, which looks like possibly syndesmosis. That didn't look very good under that tackle there. Uh, but yeah, unfortunate for him there. Tarek Sims comes on and gets 48 uh, solid for him. So we need, don't really need to talk about that one. Flanagan gets hooked after 60 minutes. So not happy. coach not happy with what he's seeing. If you've got him at the moment, I'd be a bit worried in terms of his scoring going forward in general. 
Uh, Elliot with 39, and he's now lost 51k for the year, which is incredible after how good he started. And everyone was like, yep, yeah, keeper. <laughs> uh, so the fall from grace, and yeah, just another lesson of what can happen if you're, if you're not, not a clear-cut keeper. You see what's happened with Tom Lolo the other day. He's had a bunch of bad weeks, but it was always like, yeah, well, this is great. We, we get him a lot cheaper, and, and we can pick him up a bit later. Same with what Tedesco's doing at the moment. This is just a little uh, tough patch for him. If you look at his um, his price over over a season, he'll get up to like 900K, he'll get down to 650, 700, and then he'll, he'll fluctuate between the 7s and 800s there. Um, so just think about that with someone, you know, with those types of players. And for Elliot, unfortunately, big fluctuation up and then a big one down too. So if you haven't traded him out yet, he's probably a good time to before he loses any more cash. Uh, Fui. 37 in the centres, so that was solid enough and be interesting to see if he keeps playing there. And if he does, you, you know, losing 7K, if he keeps averaging, if he keeps in that 37, he'll hold his price slash improve it slightly. So just think about that. If you need to get rid of him, you can. If not, you can hold till round 13. Now he's got, what, uh, four rounds. You've got to get through three more rounds to get him to 13. So if you can do that, sweet. If not, all good as well. Now my upset one, my upsetting one here, well, we'll talk about Faye guy, uh, Maxi first, so... A couple of people might have picked him up, made a tiny bit of cash, 33 again uh, with only 68 metres, which is pretty cool. You'll take that every day of the week. Uh, Alvaro with 31 in 23 minutes. So his PPM is incredible. Two turnover tackles, doing a great job. Just get, what is with these bench forwards and getting 20 minutes? What happened to the good old days when you bench forward mate, had 40 minutes and if they were good enough, obviously in points per minute in fantasy, they could, they could get a 40 and, and make you a crap load of cash. We got Spencer, we got Alvaro, we got Farmasili, what he was doing there. Um, Stefano can get his low, low minute games as well, so it's a bit annoying, unfortunately. But again, I'm probably you know down 10k now. If something comes up, I, I can trade him. But I don't like if not if nothing substantial comes up in terms of a cash cow or whatever, then I'll just hold on to him. Avrilo with the lowest score this week, and he was he was like 25 in about 30 minutes, and then kind of just sat there the rest of the game. Didn't really have many negatives, just didn't do a lot of work. So that's that there. But you can still keep playing him in his centres. I think he's he's been really solid. Um, and who else we got there? Brad Dietz with 18. Allen with 18. He's had a beautiful year of 25 points a game. Hoppawati, 22. All a pain in the ass at the moment. So they're the two games and sort of our weekly wrap. What kind of what kind of lessons did you learn over, over this weekend, guys? There's obviously a, a bunch of really low scores and... These are the you know the more popular guys, and if you if you had a team of a lot of point of difference players this week, you obviously saw Fogs, Dewey, um, Tewovich is not a point of difference one anymore, but all the guys like Crichton, um, even like Joey Manu, these types of guys that, that had lower lower scores, uh, RTS, Laurie, all those kind of guys with the lower scores. If you went away from a lot of the the popular ones, then you had a really good week, but I doubt that means you have been doing well before this. So I don't know. Whatever you, whatever you take from that, but that's the uh, that's the wrap for this weekend for this weekend games of footy guys. Round nine's in the books. We move into round ten, so that's come around pretty quick. Uh, let me know how, how your team's set up at the moment, how many trades you got left, and and what you are what you're planning to do from here coming into the buys. As we're getting a lot closer now, three more weeks, 10, 11, 12 before we have round thirteen. And I'd be suggesting to save a bunch of trades over this next few weeks if you can. We should have Pat, Mom, these types of guys back to bolster the squad. Looks like we might lose for feeder for a game, so. Keep that in mind when you're making trades this week. And we'll catch you in the next one, guys. Have a great day. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.